rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. I think we're recording. You think we are, are we? We are recording, baby. It's another week. You know, you gotta stay on your toes, man. It's another week. Of the uh, magnificent two, uh, the Model Talks boys, SL, T Mac, you know what I'm saying? It's another week of irrelevant hot takes and keeping a player and all around real gangster shit. Um, how you been, Terry? You know what I'm saying? Life's good, good, man. Life is good. Trying to get to the bag. Um, still looking, looking better every day. You know, okay. I'm happy. I've, I've been watching a lot of television lately, which is okay. not which is not the greatest thing. But <laughs> I realize a lot of ugly people in the fucking world. You've been watching good television or bad television? That's the good bad television. I've been watching horribly in bad entertaining television. I've been watching a lot of um, thanks to this nigga. I feel like last episode he started. He, yeah, matter of fact, ever since you that clip of that one nigga, I've been watching Love After Locker. <laughs> and okay, all right, all right. What's what's your opinion now? What's your opinion? It is an amazing, listen, it is amazing production. Shout out to whoever concept this was and whoever the producers of this show, because they are getting the best, the best footage that is that like it's rivaling nine day fiance. Like it's that good. It's that good. Like all week, I watched that shit all weekend outside of I watched a little bit of Delia's Catch, which is my favorite show. And then um the Black Widow movie. But I other than that, I just been watching Nine Day Fiance. I mean, I've just been watching Love After Lockup. I'm telling you, that's some props. Like, you thought 90 Day Fiance, people were going through some, like, you know, uh, how can I ever think, put myself in a situation? Love, Love After Lockup is really, like, how do they get themselves in this situation? It's, 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 it's. It's like they set themselves up for an L. It's, well, like, like 90 Day, you can understand some of the, 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 um, ups and downs the hills they have to get over you know you're dealing with the government you're dealing with you know uh, different you know people of different ethnicities and uh different races and whatever um but this one it's like okay i can well now you day fiance like i can see how you can get up to like five thousand ten thousand dollars or whatever yeah passport visa shit yeah yeah but with this show love at the lockup you're sending you're spending fifteen, twenty thousand dollars on a nigga's commissary, bro. You going? You're signing like it's a certain personality type that's just going after niggas in jail and women in jail. Like you are meeting someone in lockup. This nigga's profile. <laughs> you meeting someone in lockup, and then you are investing your time and love and all the shit in these people that you never met. Now, some people take the next level. They start to get visits. Shorty married the nigga just so they can get conjugal. But that shit crazy, man. Niggas spitting the bag on jokes they never met. Bro, it's 
It's oh, and then they and then you gotta think about this like the nigga on the outside probably talking to five ten joints on the inside. Shorty on the inside talking to five ten joints on the outside. <laughs> so this you is the one, one. that Yeah, yeah, bro. And I can understand it because if you got more than five years, if you got more than two years in jail, you are gonna start reaching out for other people on the outside than just people you already know. Yeah, Listen, I don't even know. Uh, pan pal relationship websites were even that big of a thing. I knew it. I knew it because I listened to a murder podcast, and they be uh they have a, a game on the show, and it's the inmate dating game. So they go on these uh inmate dating websites, and they like read off some profiles and make the dude like pick. So I'm like, I know it's a thing, and you always hear about like murderers or people on death row getting married or having wives. And she be like, yo, how the fuck you got a wife? You know what I'm saying? Because there's people that really date these inmates. Fam. Great show. Everybody, I recommend. I highly recommend. Love at the Lockup, man. It comes on on Thursdays on WeTV. I told you, WeTV and TLC, they got a stranglehold. Oh, but I got a bone to pick with WeTV. Their app is the worst app. Oh, it's garbage. It's garbage. I've ever been like, whoever developed WeTV, your app sucks. The worst on-demand streaming app out like TLC app ain't great, but it's and then a lot of apps ain't great. But this shit is the worst app I've ever been on in my life, ever. It's bad. It's bad. But the, you know you, you get rewarded. You uh, get rewarded. Listen, you for for staying through. So literally, they play the same. <laughs> they play the same commercial four times, fifty times. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do not. They have no variation in their hmm. commercial. So. You go a little crazy. I have to figure out how to mute every time the, the the ads are coming on. But if you can sit through that, you you're in store <laughs> for amazing, amazing. You know, drama. as you get started, as you get started, I just want every week we come in, I want you to chronicle uh, your experiences with you know Love I Can Lock Up, and it's particularly one couple, Michael and Michael. I want you to you know just get it off your chest. You know, chronicle your own. Downs with them because that's 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 the couple and I'm watch. coming in right so I'm coming in this season three I'm watching so they have already had Michael and Sarah have two children together yeah. Michael is no longer in jail he's living in Miami and I'm just going since you asked me to chronicle uh, Michael and Sarah are married but they're separated and Sarah wants to divorce Michael wants to divorce so Michael comes to Rochester New York to um. Go to a court date, custody court date hearing. Since they're separated, trying to get a custody agreement. She comes to his hotel room the day before the hearing and talks to him. Hey, you're going to be at this hearing tomorrow? You know, and he's talking about, well, you know, I want 50-50. And, and she's like, well, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. We'll see what the judge say. Boom. This nigga, Michael, black nigga, slim, little skinny, uh, black nigga, uh, plus size, white, blonde, white woman. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I said that right. This nigga goes, proceeds to miss the court date. This is the whole reason why I think this nigga came to the fucking state of New York. He, he lived in Florida. He missed the court date. Then he come over like nothing happened. Yeah. They don't even talk about the court date. They don't <laughs> talk about this nigga missing the custody hearing at all. They went before the judge and everything. I think she said the judge called him. He didn't pick up the phone. Unked out. He was unked out. This nigga was on because he 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 went out on the date with some shorty and was smashing her all night and he tried to say, oh, well, the reason why I didn't wake up is not because I was with shorty. I'm like, nigga, then what was it because of? You came up for one reason, you didn't, whatever. 
He missed the court date. He goes to her house. I got nothing happened. Playing around with the kids. Shorty got her new boyfriend there. She got another nigga. Why do you? Why do niggas be loving these plus size white women? I don't <laughs> got another nigga look like Joe Budden's son. Not like literally Joe Budden's son, but yeah, like yeah. if you look at Joe Budden and then like think of a younger Joe Budden, that's what this nigga looks like. Yeah. And um, he in there uh playing house with her for the weekend. You know what I'm saying with one of their kids' birthday, one of her kids' birthday, and this nigga in there just chilling while the baby daddy come through and 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 uh. This nigga is crazy. He he popped up. Let, let me say this. Before the court day, he comes to the house to play with the kids in a whole teddy bear suit. Oh yeah, listen. So you gotta you have enough effort to rent a teddy bear suit, but you can't make it to court on time. So it's like you came and it don't make sense to me. She got her boyfriend in the crib. This nigga is in there talking to the boyfriend, still dancing around the boyfriend. And his mind is like, nigga, I can get her back anytime I want. I know that nigga. And um, Chris, you said this to me. Text message on the low, not on the low, but the girl Sarah is a bird. Oh, she's and a bird. Makes me, that's what makes me understand why a lot of this behavior is going on in their relationship. And I've only watched them on screen for, for like two, three episodes. But I could just tell that this nigga just say stupid shit and she just sit there and take it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's. And when you have time, you need to go back like an extra season because before he, we even get to my uh, Michael in Miami, this nigga had another black joint in Texas. Mm-hmm. So he, when he got paroled out of uh, jail, he was talking to, like you talked about, you know, they talking to multiple people. He was talking to his baby mom, Sarah, but he was also talking to another joint. I can't remember her name, but she was in like thousands. Mm-hmm. Nigga leaves his family in New York to visit his the joint in Texas and he's like turns his phone off so they can't get in contact with him and he's telling this joint that he's loving her like she's he wants to marry her but he's already married with Michael I mean married with Sarah and like he's playing both sides and then like then she then he gets Sarah pregnant again and he's still trying to get it he's still trying to like stay with the other joint like, oh, this nigga is having a whole. He's a he's a villain. He is a villain. Like, nigga, I can tell he's a villain by the way he be talking. But honestly, I think he'll have a job in uh, reality television for a while. He keep up this type of shit. And it's like, it's like his. I can't even entertain to get to that level of villain shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta go to a deep place to even go where he's going. You know Bro, what I'm saying? This is a nigga a jailbird to be a jailbird. Husband of two to be out here in the world, and they say he's still unemployed. They say like under their picture every time they show him, it says on probation, unemployed. So then they, I don't know how to make money. None of my business. But for television, it's great. You're an unemployed jailbird, father of two, husband that's in state cutting your phone off, fucking with a bitch that you met while he was in jail. It's, it's it's amazing, bro. Like it just it's there's a you this he's a homosexual. He's a, he's, he's surviving somehow. That's what I'm saying. He dropping dick off and staying and like listen. He will always have a place in Shorty Heart because you could tell that though. You could tell that, and he tell he knows that. And listen, I listen. I'm a man. I'm a I'm a minimist. I'm male first. You know what I'm saying. I always shout shout out to you know our men. You know, I always give us the benefit of the doubt. This nigga makes it. 
Bro, toxic. Like, if toxic were a person, I could see this nigga like legit being the uh the face of it. And that actually goes into my keep it funky. Yeah. I was thinking about this during the day because we'd be on the internet, we have social media, we engage with our, we engage with the show on the internet. And I realized that in the past five or five five years or so, it's been this movement of people on the internet talking about how toxic they are. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. claiming, claiming how toxic they are and kind of mm. identifying with they toxic. They're like, I'm toxic. This, that's my person. Like it become their personality. Like I'm just a toxic bitch. I'm a toxic nigga. And it's like, like the Justin LaBoy nigga, like he talking about like, I'm the toxic king. You know what I'm saying? Like people have made toxic a brand. You know what I mean? And, or like really that's their persona online. They talk, even in real life, they don't do none of the shit on the internet. They're just the most toxic. Fuck bitches get money. Uh, I, I, I I know how to gaslight hoes. I lie. I cry. Just like the nigga Michael. He'll go to any length to be, you know what I'm saying? And then the women, they, every Jonas is a city girl that's scamming niggas. Just like all these bitches don't love after lockdown. All these bitches are toxic as fuck. Yeah. Lying to niggas and, and don't get, I'm not going to go back. But yeah. But what I realized is that I like my toxicity like it was back in the day. Where I act like I'm not toxic, <laughs> I present myself as not toxic, but I'm talking to me. I'm not out here claiming to be toxic. Like it's like showing your cards to the to the to the player. You play a spades and you flip your hand over. Why is niggas out here talking about all this how toxic they are? Why don't you just live your toxic life and shut the fuck up? You feel me? You like that old school toxic. I like that 1950s toxic. I like that 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 not the not the physical abuse. But the family on the other side of town. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. don't nobody Like, these niggas is having both their girlfriends on, on two different Instagram pages. You feel me? Like, what happened to niggas shutting the fuck up and fucking and, and seeing Sarah on Tuesday and Thursday and Sunday and seeing Maddie on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday? Like, what's, what happened to that? And then the families find out about each other at the funeral, right? At the funeral. <laughs> or, or if you like, a, if you kind of revisit your ways when you get into like your 70s, you'd be like, look, I'm tired of all this lying. I want my kids to know each other. He's <laughs> 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 like, listen, I ain't got time. It's like, once you get 70 and you, you ain't got no time for the bullshit no more, you, you finally like, you in a wheelchair now, you in a nursing home, you like, nigga, fuck all this. I'm trying to, but, um, I like my toxicity like that, where mm. I I don't act, I don't just promote it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to be toxic, just be toxic. Stop talk. People get online all day and want to talk about how they toxic. Like, just be about it. Just be about just it. Be, there you go. Just be about it. That's yeah. where I'm at with it. Because I mean, like, because I'm like, literally, you see, like, the, the most popular internet persona that people carry is that they're just toxic, but they win. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm toxic. I do what I want. I say what I want. I fuck what I want. And I'm always winning. I'm never the one to get my heart broken. Or they got their heart broken, and now they just ain't shit because they got their heart broken. You feel me? That's what it is. And it's, ugh. I'm tired of it. Take me back to the two families. Or not two, like, I, I wouldn't want to be the two families in the same town. I don't want a nigga that like had a family and had a couple kids, then left them, then started a whole new family. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's that's the toxic I like. That's yeah, old school. That's 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 burning a cigarette, you know, in the in the, in the ashtrays, you know, toxic. You got a you got a glass cigarette tray, toxic. Yeah, you know that's that um smoking indoors toxic. When smoking indoors was legal, <laughs> yeah. that's that that's that era toxic. You know what I mean? We yeah. used to still smoke indoors. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a wild. That's a, you know they were smoking on airplanes, fam. Bro, like, smoking everywhere, time. bro. Niggas just bust out smoking like you could be like in the office, like at the desk. You're like, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like, <what the> <laughs> Niggas, you can't do that shit nowhere. You, there's places where like this is a non-smoking campus. I'm like, you tell me I can't smoke outside here. That is, that is shoot, wild time, boy. I'm t- like, listen, I thought about this watching, uh, you know, watching Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I, the newest season, like they're getting older and stuff like that, and it's like the you know mid late 70s early 80s i think it's like I late thought, 80s late 80s yeah. i just, i thought like yo this was wild times like they the kids were in the mall fighting off aliens and the mama was just at home living her life like washing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying like exactly like, when you left and this is also why niggas had two families when you when you left you didn't know what the person was doing for eight plus hours. You, you know didn't know where they was at till they came back. <laughs> and then you asked, "What? How was your day?" Oh, then, then I actually could tell you. There was no uh, good morning text, no call at lunch, no. I posted my 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 lunch. I, there was no. It's like when that nigga was gone, he was gone. When he came back, he was back. And the kids were the same way. Like even when we was kids, you think about this though. When you left the house after school, whenever you just had to be home at a certain time, your parents didn't always know where you was. You might have told them one place, but you obviously went to that place, and then you went to four other places. Yeah, you feel me? He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm, oh mom, I'm going to Terry House," and you be your mom be like, "All right." So she think you at Terry House, but you and but you, you ain't just at my house. You done went to four different neighborhoods. It's wild times, bro. I I I I fear for. Well, I don't fear. I empathize for. You know my friends with you know and family with children, and mm-hmm. uh, especially nowadays, like that's the that's the good side about about the uh, phones and shit. You have better control about where niggas are at for the most part. Yeah. So you know your kids aren't fighting demogorgons or shit. Yeah. bro. Hey, your friend, just imagine coming home at the end of the day and you were fighting demogorgons all day, and your parents have no clue. You, they you mad, about, like, they're mad about why you're why you're fucking room dirty. They be like, you didn't take the trash out. And you like, you look, you want to look at her and be like, do you know what the fuck I just went through? <laughs> but you can't say that because you don't want your parents to know. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of times, man. Listen, um, now I, I wanted to use this as a you know conversation piece. I think I just keep it as my keep because we have a lot of topics today. You know, I we we talk about often about tricking and you know tricking on uh women and women wanting to be tricked on and you know that type of relationship but we don't use it in the sense of you know just taking a regular relationship you know and you know we know what our women like and most men know what their women like women you know they like to be taken care of like have their nails hair done you know feet done you know take them on vacations you know buy them a little nice little shrimp and lobster you know surf and turf dinner you know that's what we're gonna hurt you know, um, that worked for me, you know, a couple of days ago. 
but you know, we never talk, and you know, this is kind of you know society saying that you know, man, we really don't matter as much, you know, because no one asks what we want to get. What do we like being tricked on? You know, like, mm. what is a gift that you can buy a man that you know they know it is you know immediately it's gonna hit. Like I, I can buy you a purse, you know, buy her a Birkin or buy her you know Chanel or whatever. But no one tells, no one asks, what do we want? How can women trick on us? You know what I'm saying? I know it's bush, I know it's a taboo to even imagine men getting tricked on. But you know, we like we like being pampered. You know, on this podcast, we often talk about you know pampering. Yes, us. yes, you know yes. I'm um, I'm getting used to it. You know, uh, it's not something I was used to. You know, maybe here and there, girls would do something nice for me, but like. Being uh, at this place in my life, like I'm getting pamp- getting treated pretty good, you know. Gifts, you like you know, it? Uh, you like it right? Oh, I like it. But you know what? Something we didn't talk about before. I think the biggest way to probably like trick on a nigga is the electronics. Mm. See, that's that we're having an open discussion now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can and this is for our women listeners who have men? You know, give us. You know, I like to hear their uh, input on what they've done to trick uh, on their men. But, you know, right now we're giving free game. Mm-hmm. We men, we love the latest, you know, PlayStation Five, a nice TV. Oh, you know I love saying? a TV. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you want to update our phone, you know what I'm saying? Do it. Give us the stock version. Don't put nothing on there. Nigga, you know? I'm, they already know. This is crazy. I'm getting to a little dark place of the internet. I see women have all type of techniques and tracking and. You could get you, you could get his text messages sent to your phone. Every, I'm like, yeah, give it to me, give it to my shit wrapped up in the box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cellophane on it. Knowing these women, some of them might have bought the cellophane machine already. You know what I'm saying? Because wrapped up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Electronics is definitely something that uh, we like. You said something earlier that I think might be a game changer. Actually, getting a nigga car detailed. You know what I'm saying? That's a great women. That's a great gift for a man. Even if you don't think he takes a lot of pride in his car, he just drives like a regular ass car. But like, get that shit clean. Tires inside, nice air freshener, and all that crap. Like, that's a great gift. Especially like now we're getting older. People got kids, we got families. If you yep. if you a dad, if you a dad and you always got kids and all your shit, pay for him to get his car detailed. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um and, uh- Go ahead, Terry. Oh, yeah, but because we, we jump right to giving them the answers. But I think the women, we really be thinking just sucking dick is how you be give a nigga a gift. Like, oh, I sucked the dick. And listen, we love, listen, I, I'm not out here turning down the dick sucks because dick suck keep giving nigga invigoration for life. Yeah. But we talking about tricking and going above and beyond. Like, Charlie be like, oh, I'm just going to, to suck his dick and cook dinner. Like, uh, I done got that dick sucked like 50 times, like 50, 50, 100 times, you know what I'm saying? I got dinner and, before too. And you making Alfredo again. <laughs> I had that Alfredo, you know what I'm saying? I know, oh, you gonna make a Cajun tonight? Okay. So like, detailing a car is a dope one, electronics for show, get that nigga some new shit, bigger TV, you know what I'm saying? Some little gadget for, this, for something, niggas love gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> When niggas get real old, we gonna start power drill. Oh, she bought me the new, uh, the new handsaw. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Uh, I'm gonna give two, and then I, then the rest I'm gonna leave up to the imagination. 
of the of uh, the, our listeners. You know, one, pay a nigga bill. Take, mm. take the water bill this month. Save me some money. And that's, that's gonna come a good back one. anyway. It's gonna come back to you anyways. That's a good one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh that was one. I totally forgot about the other one. But starting with you know, pay a nigga bill, you know what I'm saying? Pay a nigga, <laughs> yeah, pay a nigga dominion, pay a nigga electricity, pay a nigga like cell phone, something like cell phone to be shit, but like a nice household utility bill, hell yeah. That makes that makes my heart flood already. Just show That's me the receipt. One. That's a great one. Show me the receipt. Um, and then it, it, just little things like pay attention. Oh, peace. You know, just quiet for like an afternoon. Just leave the house. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. And that's that. Like even though like that's not like that's non-monetary, but just to be like, you know, it, it reminds me because I was watching Everybody Hates Chris, and it was Julius's birthday. And they were like, Daddy, what do you want? She would ask him what he want. He was like, quiet. And this, you know what they did when he went out? They went out, they did you know, movies or whatever they did for the whole day. You know what this nigga did? He slept, he ate, <laughs> he ate, ate junk food, watched the sports game, farted, and slept some more. And that was and perfect. A perfect day. You know what I'm saying? Like, men were very simple. Perfect. We're very simple. You know what I'm Bro. saying? Leave that me like an amazing day. Leave me in the chair with a bottle of Hennessy and ESPN and, and some go. good ass food. And then, yeah. and like, let me recline in that chair in a blanket to take naps and wake up and eat again. Um, what was I about to say, bro? Imagine a day like where, like, you know, that no one's gonna talk to you, like, silence, like, literally, like, shoot, like, not like on some we, we don't want to hear you talk, shut the fuck up, but just like. You come in, you give me a kiss, you and you leave. Like you don't say nothing. <laughs> like that's that's a that's a nice day. And I'm sure women got days like that too. Like they want the nigga like, come in, hand me five hundred dollars, and leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's, that's hand amazing. her hand her a a, a car with a full tank of gas and five hundred dollars and just walk away. Listen, we're getting we're getting older now, and, 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 and the, key, <laughs> the key to the, what our suggestions are is that they're available for the average Joe. Yes, woman. Yes, Wait, we're not telling you to go buy a nigga a car, buy a Birkin bag, or buy somebody a chain or some shit. Because honestly, I can't do it, so I'm not gonna tell you to do it. You know there what I'm saying? The everyday so, man, the everyday woman, everyday man. We're trying to give you some outside the box activities. You know what I'm saying? Because like Terry said, dick sucks and Alfredo just ain't gonna cut it no more. Nah, bro, we we up in the game. That's not how you keep it, man. That's how niggas start that family on the other side of town. <laughs> he like, look, she she gave me dick sucks and Alfredo, but she gave me hand jobs and hamburgers. So you got both. I get hand job and dick suck. Hand job, dick suck. Hand job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a joke. This is complete. This is comedy. I'm joking, but. Yes, up it. We up it. We up in it. We talking about getting tricked on. You know what I'm saying? Detail a hey. nigga car, buy that nigga a new TV, and don't talk to him. <laughs> and Take, care of it. Take care of your king. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that was my king funny this week. Now, 
before you get into the topics, we're going to continue with the segment of reading Terry's tweets and interpreting. Oh, shit. I don't even know what I've tweeted. Uh, please use as few words as possible when speaking to me. It's too hard for you to be wrapping me up. Who's wrapping you up, fam? I don't even remember, but I know that I was outside. <laughs> and someone was trying to talk to I'm like, oh, I do remember. Okay, so I parked somewhere. And the lady was trying to tell me not to park there. And I was like, okay, I'll move. But she was like trying to give me suggestions about where to park. I was like, look, I'm moving. I'm parking. <laughs> okay, I was in and out. I understand you want to park here. I don't need you to try to give me a whole synapses of what I should do. What do it's over. It's 99 degrees. I'm moving by. And she, you know, when you walking away and someone's still talking to you, so you kind of be yeah. like, I don't want to just be rude because I'm not a rude guy. I'm not just rude to strangers, especially if I did something wrong. I'm, I'm going to be like, oh, dang, my mistake. And then I'm going to be gracious. Oh, my fault. I'm going to correct it. Let me get out of here. But she's over there talking to me some more. I'm like, it's 99 degrees. I'm trying to get in the in the car, get the AC on, but you want to wrap me up. Hey, was the AC pumping? Was the AC pumping? My AC worked well. I was trying to get back to it. You feel me? Okay. She she out here rapping, and I was that's when I was like, look, few words as possible. Give me the bullet points. Hey, don't park there no more. Bye. Have a good day. That's all you gotta say to me. Okay. That's what it was about. All right, the next one is I'm a suburban kid, but the country life seems peaceful. Oh, see, that's when me like really like trying to plan my life out. And you know, I joke on the podcast about moving to the tundra. Yes. I watch a lot. I watch a lot of wilderness shows. I love a good wilderness show, a good hunting show. And I like the suburban environment. I like being able to run across the street and have a shopping center. You know what I'm saying? Uh, have an assortment of food choices real close by. You know what I'm saying? I like, you know what I'm saying? I like streetlights. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. like streetlights. Yeah. But I think, honestly, as, I get, as I'm getting up in age, like I said, I just had a, a, a birthday. I'm seeing myself like, nah, I want to kind of live some miles away. Let the store be five miles down the road. You know what I'm saying? Let me have my space around my home. Let me have, you know what I'm saying, my generator. Let me just, like, you know what I'm saying? Let me really be able to be more self-sufficient out there because I don't want it like just this when I talk about the heat, not having to deal with people, not having to rely on people things, just detaching. I know that it's peaceful. These, these people live in the country, they move at a different pace. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're talking about country. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. The country, everything, everything moves at its own pace in the country now. And I like and I and I see the the pros of that and I'm leaning to it. That's when I was like, you know what? I was just thinking about my life. I was like, yo. I know, like, I'm from, like, suburban areas, you know, movie theaters and all this shit like that. And But I'm like, I really think it might be, more, I know that it's going to be more peaceful sitting on your piece of land out somewhere a little bit, a little bit away. You know what I'm saying? Not always being in the city. Like, I live in the middle of the city right now. But I was like, you know what? I get it. I get when people just move out to the country. Okay. <laughs> and the last one, I chuckle because I know what we're talking about. I want you to explain <laughs> The electric slide ain't gonna stop, man. <laughs> Wait, what I said? said you said the hate the electric slide ain't gonna stop a hate crime. My help you with your lateral movement when you're running away though. 
Oh yeah, it might help you with your lateral. Cause that that that, that lady, you know, she stepped down and all that shit, right? Yeah, cause she, she got this, her back. Yeah. She, this, oh. The lady that was the um the head of Black Lives Matter or whatever, the founding member. She that was hilarious. That's a funny tweet. That's a funny tweet, bro. Hell yeah, cause bro, she, we could we went on and ran about this before, but that's what it was pertaining to. That lady who's like, we're gonna electric slide for freedom, and I was like, this guy's be a joke. Electric sliding is not solving no type. Ain't keeping the police from sicking dogs on you or shooting you for selling cigarettes outside of. You know what I'm saying? Electric sliding type of shit. But if you need to get away from the police, that it's electric, you might be able to hit a nigga. You know, it's funny. I hit the electric slide for um for Fourth of July. Um, they was playing that shit. But um, yeah, fuck that lady, man. I done that shit. That was funny. I. Might help you with your, your uh, vertical, your lateral movement. That's funny when you're running. Hell away. yeah, because you know you get older. We not that quick, but you if, if you've electric slided enough times, you have muscle memory on how to move to the right and to the left. So you know, you know, a lot of cops out of shape. So you only got to hit them with one move and then get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't even jiggy with doing it. Like it wasn't even like no swag to it, man. First of all, I hate when you know it's funny. I be watching TV and shit with my lady, and she be she she. We've been watching some black. It's like a Black History cooking show, and she be like, "Why the fuck is there always white people at the dinner table?" She like wanted to just be black people there, and I'm yeah. like, I understand. I like, why do we need to invite white people into our shit all the time? That electric slide for freedom. That was like a white friendly way of bringing awareness to race issues. We're gonna bring you guys over to dance because you we know you like to dance and everyone can do electric slide. Fuck making shit comfortable for, for people that are not of you, you know what I'm saying? They don't get it. Fuck it. If you don't get it, you don't get it. And I don't need to, you don't need to go out of your way to try to invite, especially black Americans, black Africans, Americans, don't need to be going our way to try to invite white people to come into our shit. You know what I'm saying? Some shit could just be for us because you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna fucking take it, they're gonna monetize it, make that shit corny, and then you got juvenile and Manny Fresh doing a motherfucking back that ass up COVID. Oh, that was a good segue. COVID great, great, great segue. Remix. Great segue. Pissing me the fuck off. Ruining back that thing up, baby. You gonna back that thing up? I'm gonna shoot somebody. That's what I'm gonna do. I wanna, I wanna shoot. Somebody. I don't want to kill nobody. I don't want to put a bullet in the body of whoever was at the head. I head head of that table when they decided we're gonna get juvenile. We're gonna get Manny Fresh, and we're gonna use this dating app. We're gonna put it together, and we're gonna remix back that ass up. But here's the here's the here's the best part. We're not gonna call it back that ass up. We're gonna call it vax that ass up. Brilliant. Pissed me off. It really upset me. Really and it was even, it's like, you know, the timing works so well because like, I don't know if you saw the news today, but Johnson Johnson vaccine, they're saying there, it links to some type of neurological virus now that like, it fucks with you. Like the Johnson Johnson vaccine. I, so I'm gonna read you actually. Oh, this dude, came sorry. out today. Like, we're not telling you anti-vax. It just, it's just funny how things come out. You can do whatever you want. The FDA is planning to warn that the Johnson & Johnson coronavirus vaccine can increase the risk of a rare nerve condition called as Guillain-Barre syndrome. That happened today. 
it just seems like it, it makes it's just like once you're once you get out of yourself, you start seeing how things line up. You're trying to get niggas to take this vaccine. They're not even they're, it's like you're not even doing it in a player way. You're really it's like you're insulting us. It's like niggas are tired of the insult. You really her. it's like they was like, all right, we're gonna get some watermelon, we was fried chicken, and we that's what they're doing. We're gonna get back yeah. that ass up. Which is a bro, back that ass up is one of the best night like turn up. It's a Negro spiritual. It's a Negro spiritual. It is the it is one of the best turn up nighttime dancing men and women together song ever. Back that ass up. Girls get to get freaky, niggas get to get freaky. We come together, we have a great time. But if that if that did anything, it it made me not want to go get that shot anymore. Because if y'all got to go to this level to try to get niggas to get vaccinated and think that this is going to tap through to people, I don't no, want the damn shot. Because I'm going to end up with some neurological shit. It's their, it's their Hail Mary. They, what, you see what they're trying to do? You see what they tried to do in the past six months? They've, given, they've said free hamburgers, free chicken, tried to give niggas money with the lottery. Uh, what else? They tried to give niggas donuts. What else have they tried to do? I mean, I guess the incentives, bro. But don't this 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 was they're doing this the ad. last minute approach. They're shooting, they're shooting from Steph Curry range on the vaccine, bro. They're getting, they're running out of ideas, they're running out of ideas. And this is just sad. Hip hop is dead. They killed hip hop with this. Hip hop died. Hip hop didn't die when. Whenever Nas was talking about it, hip hop died with this fucking remix. It's and I don't know who's gonna bring it back to life. Maybe it's gonna be um, maybe it's gonna be Kendrick Lamar when he dropped his album. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Vince Staples, his album just dropped. It's pretty, it's pretty good. You should check it out. But um, back that vax that ass up. Who is the demographic? Who did this reach? Like who? Like it didn't reach me. Like I saw it, but it didn't like get through to me. Like damn. I need to go ahead and get run down and, and get vaccinated. Who did this reach? Who? It didn't do it to me. It wasn't me. I wasn't a demographic. That's that's the sickest shit I've seen on the internet. It said, great segue coming. That's the sickest shit I've seen on the internet. <laughs> Since the shit you said to me today. today boy. I'm on pod, probably, it might be the weed. This is the sickest shot I've seen on the internet since the, what you sent me today of that girl on the dance floor with the sun bright shining in the sky, <laughs> playing with herself and squirting on the floor. I that that's at brunch. At brunch. The sun was the sun was at its apex when she did that. <laughs> hey, bro. We, she, we talked about. Niggas ain't doing drugs anymore, man. The drugs are doing these niggas, bro. Like it's it's we talked about you can't do the trail the Trinity. Yep. I, never I do just it. Don't know. I just I've been on weed and alcohol at the same time. I just never I've never experienced anything where I was just out of my mind that it was off just alcohol and weed. Bro, I like that's speaking for personal experience. I've been there and you can't you cannot tell me she was in her right mind. Cause she was dead looking people in the eye. You feel me? I don't even think she blinked. That's what made it even worse. Shawty didn't even blink, and she was just getting it. I'm like, yo. And first of all, normally when you're 
pleasing yourself, like you kind of gotta like be aroused by something visually or like you think it back in your mind. What was she looking at that was getting her that, you feel me? What was going through her to get her? And if people don't know what we're talking about, this video, well, I don't know if we could post it on Instagram, it might get taken down. Yeah, we might get our, post, our page taken down for that one. We put it in a story and we'll put an NS, NSFW on it. But she in the, she's in the middle of brunch playing with her pussy, dress up, no drawers on, and she proceeds to just, she hitting the DJ, she's scratching the record, and it squirts all over the floor. It's crazy. It's it's probably the wildest thing I've seen on the internet in a long time. The internet will continue to surprise you. And, you know, there's, there's certain questions I just need answered. I, I hope the late young lady is okay. Hopefully she slept it off. And you know they don't release her identity. We don't need that. You know she just lived this down. Listen, and, uh, all I know is that was sick. And um, best of luck to her. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't ever do that again. But do you think she walked in that bitch without panties on? People, women do that everywhere. Okay. So then where then where was her friends? Why was why did no one even? Why did no just one? The, Tackle the her. drugs, the drugs will make you shake loose of all of your friends. <laughs> You're gonna be like, you remember Snooky from Jersey Shore? Yeah. Snooky got into a lot of shit, and we were like, she was just a little munchkin running off doing what she was doing. <sighs> yeah, man. At least she got a nut, I guess. At least she got a nut. At least she got a nut in front of everybody. She got that's not, that's the next level. Listen, I had my shenanigans, I had my incident, but I didn't get a whole nut. <laughs> she. <laughs> Literally orgasmed in a room full of people, recording with food around with food and and people enjoying themselves on the on the Lord's day. It was on a Sunday. You know, it was a Sunday Lord's for sure. It, it can't be today. Yeah, it couldn't be Monday. Yeah, um, I don't have a segue. What's next, man? I want to kind of get off that. It's bringing back some traumatic memories for myself. <laughs> Uh, we talked about tricking. We talked about juvenile. Um, you know, talking about uh, we we could talk about you know continuing to segue with, uh, with niggas doing things for internet. You know, there's a clip of uh the 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 young rapper Blueface getting his drooler tattooed on his forehead or not his forehead on the side of his head. Listen, um, you want to detail this? Would you get your, you know, uh, say you have a good relationship with your car dealership? Would you get your car dealership tatted on you? Bro, are you a slave? Are you getting branded by brands? Like, you're getting branded by brands. That's what, why do you think they call brands brands? But you really get branded. Like, it would have to be my, something I own that was mine. There's something that meant something to me. Like, something, a logo that was like, you know what I'm saying? And to niggas, I guess yeah. to him, this jewelry brand means that much to him. It's fucking nuts. It's it's trolling. It's it's a sick ass troll. It's a, it's a crazy way to get attention, but it's it's the world we live in, and I hate it. I hate that. I hate that. It's a weird. It's a weird world. Oh, besides you know being a real world, I want. So this is a seg segue to kind of the sports and the international realm. Uh, so yesterday was the Euro League finals uh, for Europe, yes. and uh, congrats to Italy or whatever. But what I want to highlight is that 
the racism from the Euros, the Yakubians, particularly from mm-hmm. from London, England, because you know the last they had a shootout. So for the listeners, they had a shootout, under kick shootout at the end of the game, um, best out of five or six or whatever, best out of five. And England lost. They they missed the last three shots. And you know who shot the last three shots there? All black people. All black people. And you guess what happened? They were going crazy. Racism out of ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we talked about, you know, that, that as we talked about the old school toxic, this, England, and you, England has that old school racism. They will come out and say, oh, yeah. Funky, call you niggers and shit, all, all that, you know, to your face. They don't care. At least in the U.S., you know, you rarely get, you rarely run into, you know, a, a person calling you a nigger in your face, you know, like regardless of what we see on the internet, white people aren't just going out willy nilly and just calling us niggers in the face, like, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah, right. that's, it's, it's normally provoked, but these, you hit it on the head, especially when it comes to this football, this international football, and them motherfuckers, they known for that shit, bananas on the field, all the shit like that. But I know. I seen, yeah, they, they, they I seen someone say it's like when when they scored a goal, you were Englander, you a you a you a somebody from UK. But when you miss the goal, your every races were in in the gym. But it's like y'all motherfuckers love having them them motherfuckers come to your country and be yep. stars. Yep. You praise them when they bigging up and they playing for your national teams and shit. But as soon as they do that, you you, you flip into that like, oh, you're not one of us. They're immigrants. Da, 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 da. Nah, fuck all that, bro. I yeah, uh, I just uh. I'll give prayers to you know those black black kids, black guys that are you know black men, you know, that are going through that right now. You know, I definitely when I saw when I was watching the game yesterday and I saw Miss back to back to back, I was like, oh, it's about to be nasty for them. Oh yeah, because them them fans are the craziest fans in the world, bro. Bro, they was painting their face, you know, with the English flag and stuff like that. And I'm like, the 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 prime minister of uh, England was like, we denounced his races. Like, nigga, what the fuck? Y'all niggas, y'all started this shit. Y'all started this barbecue shit. Y'all started <laughs> it. You started this racist shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. born in your, it's, 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 it's like- Your royal right. family just had a whole scandal over it. It's like, what the fuck? It's in your blood cells. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's literally bred in them. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just as one as like I I I pray I pray for those brothers, and it's just a, it's not even a teacher moment. It's a it's a third eye awakening moment for black people across our diasporas that these niggas don't care about you. Not at all. And think about that though. Would they even have got to the fucking final if it wasn't for them them black them black kids them black players? No. <laughs> so. They were they were starters on that team, you know. They played a lot of minutes, you know. What I'm saying they obviously they trusted them to, to take the kick. To take the kick. Yeah, bro, it's 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 like that. You only good as your last, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's all they remember. People people really be that's that's real, especially when it comes to sports, man. They they love you, they hate you, and then they love you again. But you see, when you black, the hate don't just go. The hate go all the way to the max. You're dirty, you're monkey, you're racist. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, you're racist. You're dirty, you're monkey. You know what I'm saying? You're immigrant. They go, they go straight for that because at the end of the day, that's how they, that's how they really feel about you. If you're not doing what they like to see you doing, you know what I'm saying? You go right back to that. And then, and I'm gonna get off this. This is a moment 
that goes beyond sports. And we'll keep it on there. We'll keep it off there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, people are yeah. for these people that when, you know, just the ones, you know the ones, the ones that, you know, like the cape for that, for that, you know, type of people. Just be wary of when you, you're not in their good grace of how they'll treat you. Even if you is, even if you in a binge, you're still a nigga in a coop. But it's like, I understand, I know them players. It's not new to them, bro. They they play they play football in Europe. They they yeah. they they understand the, the thing. But it's like no matter how many times you experience it, or even when it happens to you, and even though you know you expect it, it's still it's still shitty every time. It's still fucked up every time. Like you can't like no matter like you like oh yeah I know America's racist, but when you when this shit happens to you, you're like fuck man, this shit's really fucked up. You know? Yeah. So, Bro, I'm driving down 64 today, man. They took down that, didn't they take down? Okay, you probably don't know. They took down that big uh, Confederate flag that's by Fredericksburg. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was thinking about the one by uh, Petersburg, driving past Petersburg. Okay, so that one is, um, yep, that one's still there. <laughs> that yeah. big ass one by Petersburg, yes, going on, nine, uh, on 95 South. But on 64, going towards Norfolk, there's one, there's another big ass Confederate flag. That somebody got raised up in the yard by the highway, and then another little small one underneath it. So I, it's just like I'm driving down the road, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh yeah, don't don't forget, don't forget. You can't forget. They never let you forget. Never let you forget, brother. But then some people, some some black people, just put on the blinders and want to forget, and let you slide for for justice. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, staying on sports. Uh, you know, we we want to show love to the to the young queen. Uh, it was Azalea Avangarde. You know, the young. Oh, yeah, she has a she has a very writer. difficult name to say, but yes. I apologize, but you should know who it is. It's the uh, you know the newest spelling bee champion in America, uh, which is a astronomical feat. You know, it's particularly because you know that. That event and that sport is dominated by Indian Americans or Asian Americans, you know, saying for the most part. Mm -hmm. And spelling is hard as fuck anyway. You know? <laughs> especially the English, especially with the English language, right? Uh, so I want to give a shout out to her and that she is a magician with the basketball. I don't know if you saw her. Bro, I've seen it. I've seen her talking, talking about she got Guinness World Records and stuff, like for hooping. And I've seen her hit, put, put little girls in the mix. I was got, like, oh, got a nice little Euro. I said, oh. Yeah, bro. And she literally, she literally said, like, on some interview, she's like, nah, this is kind of like my side thing that I like to do. Basketball is, like, number one. So it's like, if she give it, if she put the effort, the second effort into spelling, imagine whatever she's putting into hooping. So shout out to her, man. She's the first African-American winner of the competition, bro. Like, and, that's crazy. In all the years, that's crazy. Black people don't be spelling that good. That's just that's a fact. You know, but this ain't our language. This, they, you know, what I'm saying this ain't our main language. You know, what I'm saying, but black people be smelling this a bit. Be, don't be spelling good. So shout out to this young lady, putting um putting the putting the the race on her back. You know, what I'm saying we are gonna lift this young lady up. You know, what I'm saying not just for her athletics, but for her. You know, what I'm saying for everything she's doing, man. It's dope. Like I'll be like, damn. She's a shining light. Yeah. Um, so I, 
Do you have any other topics that we talk about? Oh, yeah. About Speaking of shining light, they shined a light on someone at a baseball stadium. Oh, yeah. We forgot the boy. I, I wasn't going to forget about this because I tweeted that we were going to talk about this on the show. And um, <sighs> I was like, I take it uh, Drake, Aubrey, Aubrey Drake Graham took uh, had a date with a young lady. I'm going to get with a, with a lady. And he rented out the entire Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles to have a one-on-one date with this lady. Um, now, we have may, may have your feelings about Drake, his music, who he is, the person, you know what I'm saying? his past, things he's done. But if you isolate this move, like, and you look at, like, it's a big, that's a huge gesture. I don't think it gets any bigger than that, like other than like flying a woman to Paris and eating on top of the Eiffel Tower or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Like you said, isolated. This is probably one of the most players things we've seen in a long time. And I'm sad. I'm pretty sure he's mad. I'm not sad. I'm pretty sure he's mad that, you know, he thought he was doing that in seclusion and somebody, the paparazzi, got a photo of him you know what i'm saying yes you don't just rent out dodger stadium so you can sit with the regular peasants you know what i'm saying no you say because you want privacy privacy. complete privacy it's baseball season season. he rented out the stadium in mid-season that's that part that part, I'm. It's crazy because the uh the the home run derby's on TV right now. So that that should just let you guys know, like baseball ain't off season. They're not not using those stadiums. It they are charging a premium for you to have field access to Dodger Stadium to have a private chef cook in one of the kitchens in the stadium and bring the food on the field for you and your date. First of all, her panties. She exploded in her pants when you walked her out on that field. What do you do? You even tell her where you're going? Like, like you, that you is get in the car, right? You just get in the car, right? Yeah, bro, but bro, you can't even imagine how. Listen, so I just got surprised for my birthday, and it was like Rose Bar. You know saying? What imagine? <laughs> it was Rose. Now I'm not trying to downplay my shit at all. It was lovely. I had amazing. I appreciate everything that happened. But you get if in the car. Up, if she pulled up and she and she had National Stadium just to you and. Yo, bro, I'm like, I like, I'm like, I'm taking a, a pink horsepower and a Viagra. Like, I'm about to blow exactly. it back. So, you don't know where you're going. You pull up to the stadium. You still don't know what you're doing at the stadium. You walk on the field. There's a fucking table for a date. Player is, bro, this is player, player thing of the year. Player yeah. move of the year. Like, yeah. this is up and running. I've never, that's like, I said this to you, this is like romantic comedy type shit. This is yeah. like some, you know what I'm saying? You expect some romantic comedy movies don't even do hit shit like that. So, great move. On the other side of it, I want to talk about the expectation that it might put on regular people's brains. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want that's because when I first tweeted, that's what I'm saying in my life. Look, cool, all that. Player, great, wonderful, love. Drake is a simp. But Drake is also one of the richest niggas in the on the planet. He has his own plane. He's he one. Of, he's a top recording artist in the world. 
okay? Entertainer. Your nigga, your nigga works in marketing, okay? Not not a shout at you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> your okay. Your nigga, you know what I'm saying? Just scale it, scale it. You know what I'm saying? Don't, but we know the internet, internet don't know how to handle shit. They scale shit funny. They always say we're shit, you know what I'm saying? All of that. But you know what I'm saying? I just want people to understand. Great gesture, boom. Don't put that expectation on regular people, boom. And um, thirdly, uh, people going to just try to tear down Shorty because like, oh, who is this girl? Da, 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 you know what I'm saying? We knew Drake wasn't just at them games to see Bronny play. I seen a picture. <laughs> I seen a picture of not them two, but that group sitting together and she was standing up. And I was like, oh, that's Drake John that he brought to the game. That's what I thought. Yeah. I seen her in the picture with him. I was like, oh, he brought a little plastic jump to the game. No, this damn already did. He brought <laughs> he brought a girl to the game. But lo and behold, she got a son playing for the team. He's going to UCLA. People doing corny shit in his comments over Drake dating your uh dating dating his mom. I just yeah. cut my comments yeah. off because you know the internet is weird and people yeah. have a weird obsession with this. With, with I did some, laugh at some of the jokes, though, but that oh, was of course, of course. I did laugh at some of the jokes, though. You know what I'm saying? Drake is Drake. Drake is a funny nigga, bro. This nigga, we like you said, we knew he was not at no high school basketball game just to watch niggas play. Dude, maybe you, one, maybe one. This nigga been going like this. Like this nigga is like a booster. You feel me? Like yeah. That's a wild boy. Hey, Drake, a wild boy, man. Listen, salute to him. I just yeah, it's a. It's contending on some of the most players shit I've seen in a while. Bro, gesture-wise, like this, that is fairy tale shit. That he just he just did some fairy tale shit. But to do fairy tale shit, you gotta have fairy tale money. And yeah. he got fairy tale money. But you know what I'm saying? I just don't want like I mean, I'm not like a nigga out here like trying to like crush females' dreams or like lower your expectations and nothing like that. I'm just really wanna say, like, know who you are, know who Drake is, know what you're seeing in the in the and have perspective on what's happening. Yes, that's dope. Yes, that's great. If your nigga ran out the high school gym for you, you should be grateful. Don't compare like that's when you like, um, you know what I'm saying? Comparison is the thief of all happiness or whatever. Don't compare to this shit. Just look at it for what it is, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And great promo for Certified Lover Boy because that was some Certified Lover Boy shit. Hey man, if marketing is a forever game, bro. He did it. That is like, bro, come on, son. Even if he never even, even if he just dated this girl for a month, he did that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I made her explode in her pants. Well, speaking, <laughs> you gotta fuck. You gotta fuck there, right? You gotta fuck at Dodger Stadium, right? Bro, like, we're you, fucking in the bathroom at Dodger Stadium. I'll like, say you gotta fuck at Dodger Stadium. You gotta fuck at Dodger Stadium. Dodger you got yes, yes, I, and I'm sure they probably they had access to a suite. Let's go up to the suite, have a nightcap. I know that they probably had some fireworks or some shit too. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna go up to the top, watch the fireworks, and then I'm dropping your pants. I'm dropping my pants. You gotta, you gotta fuck on that. Like. If you leave Dodger Stadium without fucking, you wasted that money you spent. Yeah, it's so if you don't, you gotta close the deal. I mean, I, there's no, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind he closed the deal, but it's just that's that's the ultimate. Uh, what, what's to say? An offer you can't refuse. Like, come yeah. on, I just, I just put you on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. 
And this is kind of, does that lead into old school toxicity? New, like, cause like, bitch, if, if I take you to Dodger Stadium and we don't work out, I, I'm i gonna be salty for forever. Not when you got that nigga money. Dude, you Listen, you can't top that. But see, think about this though. You'll be salty forever. We're gonna use love after lockup as an example. These niggas spending money they don't got on these no. <laughs> facts. These niggas, this nigga, when this nigga first, this nigga that in Vegas said he was taken from his 401k. Oh, I son. was like the penalties. I was like the tax penalties. This nigga about to pay for a junk that he never met from jail. That's when niggas are salty for life if it don't work out. Bro, I took, I took these $10,000 jumps out of my 401k. I got six. He has six kids, the nigga that did that shit. Yeah. So, and but when. The further, further, I just want to give you a little snippet. This nigga paid for her, uh, was her bail, her bond? Yeah. For 50 racks. So she don't show up to court. He loses 50 racks on her. He owes the fucking government 50 bands. He owes the court 50 bands. If this woman that he was a pen pal with and moved into his home, bro, these niggas don't know the gang. Like, Love After Lockup is literally, there's a few exceptions to this. I've seen some couples where I'm like, okay, they legit couples. Like, they're, they was in jail, they met, blah, blah, blah. But there's a whole bunch of cases on the show. I'm like, this is the most unplayer, unresponsible, simp-ass sucker shit I could, you can do. Yeah. You're a sucker. You know what I'm saying? You a sucker. And even if, like, you in some type of way built a fantasy for yourself, you have to protect yourself. You sh- These niggas is exposing their whole livelihoods for these women and these men. I'm like, what? I haven't seen no girl do it yet. I ain't seen no girl do it yet. But uh, I actually know Chevelle kind of did it. Oh, Chevelle. shit. Chevelle, Chevelle was doing Chevelle it. Chevelle kind of did it, but she didn't even, but she ain't put her, she ain't, she ain't never say nothing about uh, open up her 401k. These niggas just be going hard body with it. Bro, niggas talking about I moved, man, I moved, I moved to a different that, state. Besides that, bro, it's just like with the women, they don't be tricking that crazy, but they be having weird, they be doing weird shit about having a nigga, having the nigga, uh, having their kid call the, the nigga like their daddy. Daddy and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's right. Shit. That's, that's a good like, Don't that's do that. Man. You know what kind of like the nigga that's gonna be gone on in a month. Your, your kid called this nigga daddy for six weeks, and then six weeks later, he got a new nigga he called daddy. That fucks with kids. Like, you, do you know dad? the trauma? Oh, the trauma that you're putting that child through. Oh, you got a new daddy now. This is, this is, it's like, I had like, when your kid grows up, they're going to be talking about shit about their mom. My mom used to bring niggas in and make me call him daddy. <laughs> like, so that is equivalent. Yes, that is definitely equivalent. Like, Chevelle was doing that for Quayman. Like, that's not his child. That's not his child. That's not his child. Like, let her let her get to know, bruh, and, like, form a regular bond with him. Like, we know a lot of men that step up to the plate for kids that aren't their kids. But I that the way that they be doing on this show is just not how you should go about it. 100%. Speaking of on-player shit, and then we can wrap this up, man. I just want to – I chuckled when I saw this on the, on the, on the internet, man. Um, and you know we we try to stay out of celebrity business, but just seeing uh, Lamar and Tristan Thompson going back and forth over over Chloe was hilarious. And then when I put two and two <sighs> together, 
that Lamar is Chloe's ex-husband, that was even mm-hmm. funnier too. Bro. It's like, do you, like, do you, and this is where, and then Tristan had a really good response. Like, nigga, you, you cheat death before. You come, yeah, yeah, you gotta come with that. But then it's like, they're both exes. So your exes, now you're fighting over the ex that you neither, neither of you have. One is that both of you cheated on. Yes, multiple times. And he's a terrible, he's probably the worst cheater in the past 15 years. It's like, he's the worst. Because you know why it's worse? Because it's like, he, you can tell he's trying to hide it, but he can't, he's not good at hiding. It's different when the nigga's like, there's a bold ass cheater. This nigga's like a, like a Michael ass cheater. I feel like Michael probably bold his cheating. Yeah. Tristan, I feel like Tristan is like trying to be low, but he just, you're six nine. Like you can't even hide, you know what I'm saying? But, um, and, and, okay, even if he was trying to hide, no, this nigga would be egregious, dog. He'd be getting caught with like three bitches coming out the bathroom. Like, bro, he'd be he got, wild, he got caught with her sister's friend. <laughs> like, it's nasty. But, um, what was the main thing we saw? You were talking about, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Tristan and Cody. Uh, they just, just the back and forth. Oh, Lamar, like, hottie. <laughs> and then, like, do you fight over the, like, now there's two First of all, fighting over the same woman. Two things. Niggas really know how to talk real spicy on the internet very well. Oh, he, that was a good threat. He's really, that was a great threat. Like, yeah. online threat, great online threat. You know what I'm saying? He's like, nigga, you live once. Don't think you, don't risk it again. You know what I'm saying? You got a second life. Great. Niggas are really good at that. I don't know if niggas really about that in real life. Um, number two, Chris, do you realize you could behave, me and you, we could behave this way if we wanted to. Like, yeah. we could be yeah. these petty online people, but we've made a choice not to do that, right? Yeah. And I'm like, it's not hard to do what these people are doing. Like, everywhere you, you get on Facebook, you go on Instagram, you see people doing things like this on a, on every level, every level of the game. Very known, little known, a lot of followers, no followers. People do this, bro. I had a nigga on Facebook slide to my shit because a girl added me as a friend talking about, yo, leave my girl alone. I was like, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I could, like, I could do that. You know what I'm saying? I could. You could have chose violence. You could have. You could have chose violence that day. That day. Hey, I could have. I was more than. But I'm like, I don't behave that way. I just don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't like how it looks from any angle. I don't like people looking at me say things and da da da. People liking it and laughing. I don't like any of it. So, but I just want to remind you, like Chris, you could choose. Not violence, but you could choose to behave this way. We it's sure. only a choice. It's a choice for Lamar. But I'm gonna start with Lamar. <laughs> he knew what the fuck he was doing when he, he knew did what he was that. doing. He knew what he was doing, son. Like now he might not know the inner workings or whether Chloe Kardashian is with Tristan it right now or not with Tristan right now, but you know that the whole world was gonna pick up and he's been doing thirsty shit ever since he fought in that boxing match. <laughs> I mean, he said, listen, the confidence is running high. You got a knockout. You, your confidence is running high right now. He just signed another deal. You knocked out deal. Aaron Carter, nigga. You're 6'10", nigga. You're, that was, okay. Nigga here, no, we're not going to go there. <laughs> but Lamar came and he knew what the fuck he was doing, dropping that shit under Khloe Kardashian. Khloe Photoshop Kardashian's pictures. I had to throw some shade. Because her picture, I went on her page after I seen it. I was like, yo, oh, this shit is so produced. None of it's natural. It's all Photoshopped. It's all auto-tuned. 
it's all face tuned. It's all it's all it's not it's not reality. It's internet. But um, Lamar's sick for that. Lamar's sick for that. He need money. Listen, that's why he's doing like you say. He's doing celebrity boxing. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to get a check. Obviously, he doesn't got it enough to you know even hit the big three. You know, you, you just you don't got the skill anymore. You know, crack and crack does that to you. Um, yeah, and they said he had like six heart attacks, bro, when he when that shit happened to him. But he had like multiple. He had more than five heart attacks. So you know, hopefully his mental's all right. You know, I just thought it was hilarious, especially as Tristan. I don't stay much into their business, but his business ends up on the internet. And how you gonna still like that's that new toxic? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Niggas being toxic and like showing their cards, like showing their toxic cards. You know what I'm saying, bro? It's way more effective to just text Lamar Odom or DM Lamar yeah. Odom. Yes. And you get your point across, but no, but no, but see people like, oh, you did it in public, so I gotta do it in public. That's where you get into that new that's, toxic. That, that's that new toxic. That's that new toxic. That's that new toxic, bro. I'm just gonna be toxic in my heart <laughs> and, and good to the world. <laughs> that's just so funny to just like. Why is niggas showing who they are? Like, aren't you, if you're toxic, aren't you supposed to be like in disguise? Talk like, you gotta like, spring, but like, and then it's funny because bitches still fall for it and niggas be saying who they are. So it's like, it don't even matter. I think that's maybe why people are more bold with the shit. Cause like, now you can say you ain't shit, but there's still gonna be somebody that's gonna be, that, that's gonna not know you're not shit. And you'd be like, bitch, I told you I wasn't shit. And you still thought I was, that's so funny. Well, uh, you can tell people you're not shit, but then like people, People love a challenge and people love what they can't have, right? So it's like, yes. you can tell them that's like, the toxic you know, in them. Yeah, you could be, you. That, that's a toxic trait, you know what I'm saying? Trying to trying to change people, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that ends bad for everyone because you then you can't be, you were honest at the beginning and now uh-huh. you're justified being honest. Yeah, bro. That's what, trying to, yeah, thinking you can change people, the ego in you, you know? That's a lot of ego. Yeah, bro. It's wild out here, man. Um, do you have anything else? Um, I don't think so. I don't. I don't at all. That was good. I like that we went. To, we went a lot of places. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. While I'm here, while I guys got you, got while I guys got you here, I want you guys to continue. Uh, you know, I have a, uh, album release party on Thursday here in Durham. So if you're in the North Carolina area on Thursday from seven to nine, come fuck with your boy. Have a couple of drinks, celebrate my new artist, Cloud Envy's new album. You know what I'm saying? It's a DTR event. You know what I'm saying? This is my first public event as a uh, manager slash production company. Oh, you know? public. Yeah. So this is a big deal, big thing for me, you know, on the way to wearing Cuban links and stuff like that. So, uh, you see, I'm ganged out right now with the, the merch and shit. You know what I'm saying? Buy some merch on the on the, on the website too. I got that for you. Um, Terry, are you on, a, on are you on the stage anytime soon? Uh, nothing to promote. Nothing to promote. Okay. Oh right, well, listen. I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Mazda Talks. A safe place for keeping it play where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. Remember to follow us on all DSPs. Uh, you know, we're on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, iHeartRadio. What else we on, Ron? You know, Instagram, Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Come fuck with your boys. Come talk to us. You know what I'm saying? We're on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube. 
You know what I'm saying? Thank you for reminding me. I'm going to post some clips tonight. I promise. Okay. <laughs> I'm posting tonight. Okay. Uh, you know, interact with us, you know, talk to us. I love the feedback you guys are getting, especially when we talk about, when we, we talk about the wild shit on here. I love that you guys are interacting with us. You know what I'm saying? The world is crazy. I just want people to see the crazy with us and let's just denounce the crazy. You know what I'm saying? Is the one denouncing of crazy makes the world a little bit better. You know, day by day. A little bit. Just a little bit. So again, thank you guys for hopping on another episode and uh checking us out. We'll see you next week, man. Peace. Holla. Uh Oh, stop the recording. Oh, shit. I'm so hungry. Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, motor top is a celebration, bitches. Nahaim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast to crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Look at how I'm chilling, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house.